So before we get started, I want to tell you about the best thing that has happened to the podcasting world, and that is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. You can go to anchor.fm slash start and join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. You can even find it on the App Store of any iPhone or Android. The app is called Anchor. That's A-N-C-H-O-R. like automatic track that we're all on to just consume, 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 yeah. consume, consume, consume. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Dude, let me let me be super honest for a second. Like <laughs> I've looked forward to every apocalypse that was supposed to right. happen yeah. so hard. This is this is the thing, is like obviously I don't want people to, to die. die. I don't want people like... to suffer. But I do want things to get shaken up. Yeah. And whenever I was a kid, like my biggest thing was like, these are the rules. Let's shake them up a bit. Do you it's remember? A, do you remember in twenty eleven when uh, the zombies were supposed to happen? There were we had a potential zombie outbreak. Went out on my lawn and literally waited for like six hours, dude. Just like for fucking the yeah, undead just like, to just start yeah. walking around, exactly. Start hacking literally heads just off, just waiting for zombies to come. And we all knew that there weren't gonna be any zombies. But uh, we wanted like, so yeah. bad. <laughs> and then twenty twelve was the very next year, and nothing happened. Yeah, you know, super creative, pretty funny, uh, kind of out there shows. You know, you got your your. Uh, Midnight Gospel, Rick and Morty, Rick and Morty you got, uh, you know, other shows like that. I think that the, like, pseudo-woke crowd that, like, follows them is always so entertaining, but also so just, like, hard to be around, you know? Like, I can't, yeah. I can't go out in public and say stuff like but the people... oh I think Rick and Morty is a great show because then some like really annoying person right. is going to come try to talk to me about no it. I, I completely you see agree what I'm saying? I completely agree but it's like the creators of those shows though I think are on like a very intelligent level of comedy and understanding of mm-hmm. the world and don't get me wrong I am the the passive you know consume uh, the the material without looking necessarily way deeper into it unless I feel like it. Um, but I don't go around telling people that I'm cool or smart because I like this stuff. You right. know what I mean? Absolutely. I don't, I, don't, I don't go around trying to assign a higher level of being to my identity right. via woke cartoons. That's, you know? a, that's so. a good thing. That's a really good thing. Um, and, and there's definitely, especially with Midnight Gospel, there's mm-hmm. definitely been that uh, kind of person developing in woke society now mm-hmm. of uh, you know wanting to be a, a higher conscious version of the and which is mm-hmm. a great goal mm-hmm. go for it but Please, don't be yeah, so it, I mean but it's, it's that it's that paradox where you you chase something so hard that you never achieve it yeah like I mean, you, when talk when people you're seeking talk enlightening, about enlightenment and you you can't uh, let go of your ego right I think the the biggest thing that's surprising people is how much work they're still left to do. You know? Yeah. 
uh, uh, like how how not done we are, how not perfect the nation is, how not uh, um, praiseworthy necessarily. Um, I think most level-headed people are thinking that way, mm-hmm. but anybody on the fringe left or on the fringe right think that it, to to you know make America great again assumes that we you know like I I always ask like what time period do you want to go back to mm-hmm. um, because there's still so much we've come a long way mm-hmm. and made a lot of great progress and there's still a lot more progress to be made why not just make America great mm-hmm. and I, I think America's been pretty damn good pretty damn great uh, in the grand scheme of things but there's always things that we've needed to work on and there's always going to be things that we need to work on mm-hmm. um so let's make America great for one. <laughs> for one. Period. Yeah. I've definitely been in that situation. Like where I've seen a car flip and kids mm-hmm. fly out of the car. Damn! It was fucking... It was, kids it was, fly out of the yes, car? Yes, dude. It was bad. It was so bad. The vehicle was like, here's the pump and here's the car. And she was like, she was like this with the door open. And then it goes, boop, and like closes it on her leg. And then, like, comes to right here and, like, kind of comes into the pump a little bit. So there was, like, this much space that I used to, um, like, turn the steering wheel and uh, get it to get it to go enough for me to, like, open the door the rest of the way, get her foot in the car, uh, call 911, and, like, get, get her all set up. I, uh, full disclosure, I've also eaten every animal that I've ever hunted, but I've only hunted one. And I just want to see, I'll give you guys three guesses. What was the first animal, first and only animal I've ever killed on a hunt? Squirrel. I was going to say squirrel. All right, so we got two squirrels. Keep yeah, going. Maybe a rabbit. You got a rabbit? Maybe, yeah. Squirrel, rabbit, uh, dove. I'm going uh, to go way out in right field. Skunk. Damn, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, it was a skunk. Really? Damn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay, so you ate a skunk. Okay, okay, so hold on. So <laughs> this this requires a little bit of a story time. I'm try to. I'm going to try not to... Not to fall down a skunk hole. <laughs> after after we kind of like commotioned it into a corner, uh, one of I can't I don't I don't know who it was uh, that actually got him because it was dark as shit and uh, one of us through a mighty and decisive blow uh, vanquished the skunk. Right, it's a reward that you worked your ass off, and that's another thing is. People have this perception of the fat, lazy hunter, which, and there, which is there is. There is that. There is for sure. just sitting in a tree stand. But um, a lot that I've noticed recently and has been really attractive to me and making me want to get involved is that there's a growing community of young people who take it so seriously that right. they're training. Like you said, you put in you know, years of training and you, know, you, you want to be strong. You want to be... It, it, in as good as shape as you can be once right. you get out there so you can make the easiest, cleanest kill. And right. you don't you don't want that animal to suffer any more than it has to. You want to be able to get out there, do what you have to do. And so there is a lot of training involved, a lot of ethics. Yeah. A lot of the younger people who are getting into hunting now take ethics so seriously. Uh, older male animals mm-hmm. uh, do more damage to the herd than, right. you know, they... they 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 won't let any of the other males mate. You know they become uh, a a a problem. You know sure. if, if they're if they're you know they've been the the big man in the in the herd for so long and they won't let the the other males mate. But then again, they're too old to be mating. 
there's right. a fucking problem. Then the yeah. population can't grow. So there are instances like that, but when you just get a headline and you get emotional because it's a giraffe, like you have no idea. There's no context. And most of these people getting upset have never studied conservation. Mm-hmm. They, they love animals. That's all they know. But they have no idea about conservation. Like you said, a lot of the people making the laws have never had boots on the ground. Yeah. Have never been in the wilderness. I have think... never seen right. a wolf in the mountains. Even still to this day, I think what would be best for me and what I, I hope to get to the point where I could be self-sustaining to where I know that I'm going out and getting my own meat and growing my own crops. I, I think that's ideal for me. Here's... And I would think... I, let me finish. There's... I think people need to put an emphasis on what they're putting into their body. It's very important. You know, do you know maybe do start buying meat from the local farmers, uh, you know, right. who grass-fed beef. Yeah. You know, start paying attention to those things and we got to be more mindful about what we are putting in our bodies. Like the value of the experience of yeah. being out in the wild and getting away from all the the cars honking and yeah. And people screaming and everything. Like, how much value have you gained in life through those experiences? Man, that's an awesome question to end on. Um, that is, that's the number one reason that I, I'm so excited and so passionate about hunting. Um, I was, you know, coming coming into September for this bow hunt, I was stressed out of my mind. I mean, I was stressed with work, just stressed about, I live downtown Dallas. And I hear cars honking and like oh, street racers, like just what constant the fuck sensory overload, fuck. and it yeah. just like it drives me insane. Off social media for the whole two weeks, texted my like I'd call my girlfriend from our cabin, maybe every other night, every three nights or something, just let her know, hey, I'm good. Didn't text her at all. Only brought my phone just to communicate if I like really, really had to. Yeah. And at the end of those two weeks, I didn't see anything that happened in the world. I didn't see any news articles. I didn't hear any of it. I didn't hear any sirens. Uh, most I heard was a plane, distant plane flying over. I was at, at peace. Mm-hmm. Like, I was so stress-free. Zen. I, I, yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. Like, I'm not, I'm not like a, a hippie by any stretch of the imagination. I, I don't really take that word however you no, want. No, you kill animals. But like, yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. But I, I have never been just so happy. Like when I came back, I was happy. You were Went back to work that Monday. I got in late Sunday night and I woke up. I wasn't even dreading work. It's like, okay, it's going to be a complete, good day. Like a complete reset. I just, mean, it's people need to get out. Even if you don't want to hunt. Yeah. Get out. Like go to go to the river. Go to like, go on a hike somewhere. Like take a, if you want to take a vacation instead of instead of going to Fredericksburg and spending money on a wine tour or something or whatever you want to go to. Spend a week in the mountains. Go to like New Mexico and just go camp under the stars. We're not consumers of a product. We are the product, right? Mm -hmm. We, our attention is the product. Mm -hmm. Our behavior is the product. Our, um, and the the currency as well. A world where tech is going to be the next step of evolution Mm -hmm. will be robo sapiens. (laughs) <laughs> here in the next because we're already symbiotic with our technology we, mm-hmm. we we live with it in our hands in our pockets we have access to instant information so where we're trying to go or where a lot of companies are trying to go is getting that instant access as soon as we think about it uh, we're going to have augmented reality soon where you know if we want to see um, 
you know, whatever information. If we say, I want a, a recipe for pecan pie, and then we'll have augmented reality where we can see the pecan pie here and every step that we need to, to make it. Um, I see that definitely happening in, in the very near future. But it's exciting to see if it didn't feel like there's always somebody whose hand is like hovering over the dial like that says, are we going to move our society in a direction yeah. that is less constructive towards you know, the, the ideal human evolution, or is it... Well, the, the thing about this is the implications for constructive applications are, are limitless. But let's not make our AI self-learning and uh, to the point where they're, you know, walking around and they're a part of our society uh, as, as well, That's making ideas, and, and eventually they get to this point where... They know that they're smarter than us. They know that they can be stronger than us. Skynet. <laughs> so, so that they know that they can take us over. Well, we have the, we could get to the point where we can create that. But let's put a cap on that ability. Let's not give AI that ability to self-learn, to know that they are smarter than us. That generation, even our generations, are doing amazing things behind the scenes, working on these things that, you know, there's... There's 21-year-old kids out there who are in school building the robots that are going to clean up our oceans. Mm -hmm. You know, they're doing these big, you know, great things, but they're not getting the publicity because it's not, you know, breaking windows in a riot mm -hmm. or some shit like that. That's what the media creates is that our generations are out here, we're stupid, we're destroying the world, we're, you know, we're destroying businesses, we're out there doing all these horrible things, but they don't ever talk about all the great things our generations are doing behind mm -hmm. the scenes. Those things don't get the attention. But there's a lot of great things happening. You said the word aware. Mm -hmm. And I think that's going to be the most important thing. Because mm -hmm. like we've been talking about, there's no stopping this. Mm -hmm. It's already well on its way. Mm -hmm. The most important thing is that we are aware of the way they can manipulate us. Mm -hmm. And at least, you know, doing positive things like this, at least having open discussions about it and uh, becoming more, uh, being able to think for ourselves is very mm -hmm. important. Yes, and, yes. And, and that is one of the biggest things that's being affected by specifically social media is the presence of misinformation. We have a fucking life to live. Yes, There exactly. is so much more out here for us to, to do and experience. We've got this one fucking experience. Let's fucking get out and live it. I, I would just say that, like, I think that the first step somebody can take in in kind of breaking free of the, like, automatic track that we're all on to just consume, 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 you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Experience, you know yeah. what I mean? Experience what it is that you enjoy consuming, and not only experience it, but contribute to it, create, um, um, command your own life enough to be aware of how many strings have been attached to you and which directions they're pulling you in.